changes on a night game or against the Giants. This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, John? Yo, 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 yo. What's up? Excellent. Welcome back to the podcast, sir. Thanks, dude. I'm glad to be back. All I have to say is, Where's Josh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I haven't done that in a while. Who said that, dude? (laughs) Oh, man. Josh has got the, uh, I think he's got the Budweiser flu today. I called it. (laughs) I think we called it last night. Oh, man. (laughs) Josh says he's sick. So um, I kind of believe him because I'm kind of sick too. But It, It is that time of year. I mean, they've been already, uh, I already got my flu shot, but as a lot of you guys know, I've been a little under the weather lately. Thank you to all the good uh, well-wishers on Twitter. I even got some emails straight up from people. Um, Doing well, doing well, humming along here. Which is good news. It's good to have you back so that we can, you know, team up and joke Josh. Yeah, properly uh, get a little bit of cut Um, up in here. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, so anyway. Dude, we Never. sucked against the Giants. Again. <laughs> on the night game. At Play the some damn Land. football. You sucked on the field today. I know, right? That's, yeah. that's pretty much what it was. It sucked. <clears throat> it uh, sucked. I knew it was going to. It was like, and so did Vegas. <laughs> Everyone was like, the Redskins can win the division after one good game. It was, all, the, all the wise guys in Vegas were like, uh... No. No way. They're like, they never play well on Sunday night. Or was it Monday? I don't remember. It was Thursday. It was a Thursday. Any night night game. Dude, that's why I'm having so much trouble trouble remembering the game, because it was over a week ago. Yeah, no lie. And um, so, yeah, so uh, it was a night game on three days rest. It was in the Meadowlands. Yeah, we always play bad there. Even when the Giants suck. Which they pretty and much they do. Suck. Yeah, they're bad. Golly. The only thing that surprised me about this game was the fact that the Giants didn't have some unknown dude that ran for like 200 yards on us. Right, or that big old tight end, Larry Donald, that caught like three touchdowns against us last year. Yeah, that Donald guy. Yeah, he dropped. I remember he dropped at least two passes. Did he have any catch? He had three catches. Uh, for 32 yards in the game and no touchdowns. Last time he had three. I think he's the guy that would have probably had one and just dropped it over the middle. Yeah, yeah, he had two really bad drops in that game. Yeah, they would have be- they would have beat us by a lot more if they didn't drop the ball so much. I know, right? And 
And we would have had a better chance of winning if Kirk Cousins didn't keep under-throwing people in the end zone. And throwing it behind them every yeah, single threw, pass. I, I was glad that some – I read somewhere else that somebody was calling him out for that because, golly, I was, I was texting you during the thing. I was like, another pass behind him, another pass behind him. Uh, Roberto's dad was here watching it, and I was like, look at this. He keeps throwing the pass behind the guy. It was just as bad as I was like, look at this. This is the fifth time in a row where they've run the ball to the left-hand side of the line after the starting guard has come out. And it was disaster every single time. They just kept doing the same thing over and over again. Dude, it was like I was saying last week, the way this offense was set up, it worked okay in the first two weeks. Like, if someone stops the run, we're done. If we get behind and Gruden throws the panic switch and decides he's got to start passing, we're done. Yep, him and McVay as well. Don't forget McVay. Because they know that all Cousins can do is throw like little three-yard dump passes. Yeah. And he has the one play that he can hit consistently, which is like the post over the middle to the tight end. Sometimes he's all right when they run that bootleg to the right. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. And, But it wasn't just him, though. I mean, Matt Jones fumbling at the damn goal line. Oh, my God. Isn't that like the second... Matt Jones, we have this on the itinerary. Should we start saying that he's got um, the uh, fumbleitis? Yeah, which is weird because he wasn't. He was known in college for being really good, but injury prone. And now he's like, he can't hold on to the damn ball. He just keeps fumbling. Yeah, like that's, I mean, he was. That was two was weeks jump- in a row. Yeah, yeah, and he was jumping for the end zone. I know, and his arms kind of swung out. And uh, that dude behind him just kind of had dumb luck swinging his hand out as he was going down as well and hit the ball. But you got to take care of the rock, man. Yeah, I was a little upset after the week before I was saying that he was my dog. That's my dog. (laughs) You were funny texting because you and Josh were texting me like, you texted me, you were like, tell Josh that Matt Jones is my dog. And I texted Josh and Josh was like, no, he's my dog. Dude, I called that like first training, first preseason game when I saw I was, it. I was cracking up. You guys were like, no, he's my dog, my dog, my dog. Well, then after he fumbled last week, I texted Josh and was like, man, that's your dog. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think Alfred Morris needs, I mean, after those fumbles, those costly fumbles, I think Alfred Morris needs to be given the rock a lot more this week. Yeah, and Morris, he... He, it, the problems with Morris running during this game was that he just didn't have that fire when he was running the ball, but it wasn't just him. It was like the whole offense. Well, really, the whole team. The whole team looked like... The whole team. They looked like they were all hung over or something. Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, it was like Super Bowl eighteen all over again. Even before the game, Trent Williams was like, hey, guys, we're going to come in here, and we're going to show... They dominated <laughs> us here at our house last year, and this year, we're going to remember... Who, what happened on this field tonight? One, two, three, win. <laughs> Something like that. They didn't even yeah, say like, like, sound like, like pumped up. They're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's, I read in the Washington Post the Redskins are, what, 4-18 and 18 in night games since 2008? They're horrible. And, dude. I believe it. I believe it. The only really good game they've played at night was the game where they beat the Cowboys for the uh, NFC East yeah. that we were at. Yeah, dude, we'd be totally remiss. And they almost gave that one away in the end, remember? I remember because there was some 
this Redskins fan nearby was like, it's over, it's over. <laughs> like four minutes left, and I, I like admonished him. I was like, it's not over. But he knew, dude, from, from history of night games against division rivals. But, um, and dude, all right, so we talked a little bit at the offense, or what's-his-face, uh, Reed was good again. Reed was good. Reed's got a... Uh, Although he got, got a, Sorry, go ahead. He's he's getting a lot of penalties. Yeah, I was going to say that. He got an off... He got a penalty for, like, some weird, like, pick, and I didn't even see what the deal was. It looked... Well, I guess it was, but... I think it was tech... Yeah, it didn't look like he did that pick on purpose, but he did it. He and keeps the, getting those, and, like, offensive holding penalties, and... I don't remember if he had a false start or not, but he might have. I don't know. And um, other stuff on the offense. Like, all of our pass plays are like four-yard passes. Every single one. <laughs> yeah. And then Jay Gruden, at the end of that game, you know, we're... <laughs> oh, the dogs just freaked out. Sorry about Dude, that. Dude, that's your dogs. Dogs, go away. Go <laughs> That's my dogs freaking which, out. Which one is Alfred? Um, you need to rename your two dogs, Alfred and Matt. Or Mojo, Mojo, as they're trying to get him called. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, what was I talking about before I was rudely interrupted by the dogs? Who let the dogs out? Uh, oh, yeah. At the end of the game, dude. We three. were down by like two scores. And I'm like, there's only one play to call here. The Pope knows what it is. He's around the corner. Let him call the play. Hail Mary. And we're throwing three-yard <laughs> passes down the field. Uh huh. What were they thinking? Were they just trying to lose? They might as well just down the ball. I think Jay Gruden has proven already in his short tenure as a head coach in football in the National Football League, he has absolutely no clue when it comes to clock management at the and like the two minutes drill. You know what I mean? Like he can't. It, it gets down to like two or three minutes, and you need to hurry up, and he's all just lackadaisical, all barf like. If you're down by two or three scores, you need to be hurrying up with like eight to ten minutes left. Yeah, no lie. Uh, yeah, I said a few episodes ago that I was you're, pretty much done with Jay Gruden. He's, yeah, you he's not a good him. coach. No, he's not. Man, between him and Matt Williams over with the Nationals, good Lord, we need we need some coaching. Oh, my goodness. We need some coaching in, in Washington. Good Lord. So yeah, I don't. I haven't. I don't have the stats up here. Do you have the stats pulled up? I but do. Yes. We go away from the running game. What did we run the ball like twelve times in the whole game? After the week before, we racked up like two hundred and some yards rushing. And and the Giants were gifting us. We were down like twelve nothing because they kept having to kick field goals, and yeah. we were just. I mean, we were so still in the game and giving up on the run already. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Rush is Washington had twenty runs, twenty. That's it total for how Between many? Like Sixty yards or something. Twenty. Eighty-eight, which is four more than the Giants had on thirty-one rushes. <laughs> yeah, and it's like we have to run the ball to win, especially with this team. Yeah, without a quarterback, we don't have a quarterback, dude. It's basically. Where Jay Gruden's trying to run the team, you, I don't know. Did you listen to the first or second podcast? When my theory was that Jay Gruden and um, Scott McLuhan, <laughs> their plan is to make it through the season and draft a quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think you're exactly right. 
that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it through the season without it looking too horrible by strengthening <laughs> the running game and letting whatever quarterback's in there throw four-yard passes so that we don't get destroyed by throwing 800 interceptions trying to go down the field. Yeah. And they've got RG3 as the third quarterback for one reason. Because Barth they hates him. Well, for that, and <laughs> because if he was the second-string quarterback and Kirk Cousins got injured, then he would come in and then he possibly could get injured and we couldn't cut him. Yeah, and that's why they're they're all like playing down Colt McCoy, cutting his foot. Yeah, because you know, you can't stay on there and tell me that you think that Colt McCoy is a better quarterback than RG3. The problem is, and we've discussed this at length many times here on Harry Hog Football, Barf keeps you, you know, he's trying to quote-unquote teach RG3 to throw from the pocket and be a pocket passer. But then he... he he needs to give him plays that he can do. Play oh, to you have to play to the strengths of the players you have. I hate coaches that are just like this is the game plan and you have to do it this way. Yeah, you have to do it that way. And he did it like I mean we saw it in preseason. He did it. He singled out RG three, giving him a whole bunch of plays that he's not good at, and then he puts in, you know, Sunshine or McCoy, pew, 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 and he gives those guys plays that they're good at. Yeah, and quite frankly, if he would have let RG3 run some of those same exact plays that Kirk Cousins ran, like the bootlegs and stuff, he would have been good at him. Yeah, and I mean, RG3, you got to do with him what we always said you had to do with him. Play to his strengths, and when he gets hurt, he gets hurt, and you put in his backup. Yeah, and here's... That's what you always... That was always the game plan. And really? here's, here's the other thing. All you have to do with RG3 is let him run the ball like two to three times a game just so yeah. people know there's a possibility he's going to run it. Yep. They're the like, line. well, he doesn't have the speed that he used to. It's like, well, no, he hasn't. They haven't let him run. They're not a letting him play. run the ball. They're not giving him any like <laughs> plays that he can do. So if they're not going to let him run it, yeah, he's not a threat to run because yep. everyone's like, they're not going to let him run it because they're afraid he's going to get injured. Yeah, it's like you got to just let him get injured. That was the whole reason that that the Shanna plan drafted Kirk Cousins in the same draft. Yeah, and dude, and. They're not going to do that now because of the conspiracy. They have to keep them from getting injured so that they can draft their new rookie quarterback, and then they're hoping that Kirk Cousins does well enough that they can trade him and get something for him. Right, right, after spending $16 million on him this year. Kirk Cousins? No, RG3. Oh, yeah. To keep him when they kept him on that option. They were like, No, the no, option. that's for next year. They can oh, get right, out of right, that. That's right. They can still get out of that if he's not injured. That's true. I think this year they're on the hook for like five or six. Anyway, yeah, so there's that whole conspiracy. But if we don't run the ball, like this goes back with that. If we don't run the ball, it messes up the plan of it actually looking like a halfway professional team. Because no there is no quarterback. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, pretty much. I mean, good Lord, all the, like we were saying, all the short passes, all the throws behind the receivers – and it wasn't like he was like throwing a few behind receivers. It didn't matter where he threw the ball. It was always behind people. Mm-hmm. Left, right, screens, post patterns, out of bounds. Yeah, they were horrible. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Where, all right. Yeah, now, I, think, I think the biggest point is what the biggest problem was that abandoning the run early, even though the Giants were keeping us in the game because they couldn't get the ball in the end zone early on. And, uh, 
dude, the defensive line. Yeah, I was about to move over to the defensive side of the ball. Where Was Ryan <sighs> Kerrigan in the stadium? Dude, I didn't see Ryan Kerrigan the whole game. We didn't have a single sack against Big Head Manning did with we, that big great gazoo helmet on. Did we have any hits? I think we had a couple of hits or a couple of hurries. I remember him getting hit once. Once. I don't even remember who hit him. It certainly wasn't that guy Plummer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll talk about him when we get to the special teams analysis. But, but I want to point out one person who st- stood out as the uh, opposite of a shining star, the eclipsed star, I guess. Breland. He got burnt. Oh boy, he had a bad game. Hardcore. He had such a bad game. I wonder if part of it was that he like opened his mouth before the game saying that... Uh, What's the guy with the weird orange hair? Odell Beckham Jr. Not, <laughs> not the soccer player. It's his brother. Yeah. I don't think he's his brother. <laughs> anyway. Um, he might be his cousin or something. Maybe. Anyway, Odell Beckham Jr. He said that he knew how to play him. You have to jam yeah. him on the line and he can't do anything. But Right. And and yeah, and what did he not do the whole game? Jam him on the line. He was playing like eight yards off. Yeah, you remember that play where it was like third? <laughs> or fourth down for the Giants, and it was a crucial time for us to stop him. And Breland was up at the top of the screen, lined up on Odell Beckham Jr., and they, like, changed the play or something. And he backed up, like, eight yards, and they only he needed, did. like, three yards for the first, and they're just like, whoop. Yeah, it over exactly. There, yep, yep. Like, yep. what are you doing? They only have to get, like, three yards. Now, I wonder if that was his call, or was that a defensive coach signaling to him to back to back off or what? I don't know. Or maybe it was Plummer that called it. Maybe Plummer. All right, now you, let's. You should be a plumber right now. You ready now. to move no to plumber? plumbers? You ready to pl- move to plumber? Um, yeah, I just want to say one more time that our our vaunted defense, all of our fat fatties, super fatties that we have up there, no sacks against like a crappy offense. Although line. they did shut down whatever that run was. How many yards? I don't even know who their running back was, but do you have the stats up on their running? They okay. had a they had eighty four yards rushing total. So they still did their job against the run. Yeah, they, remember they scored their touchdowns really on, on really really good throws by by Big Head Manning. Yeah, to to like Beckham. And if you think about it, look at the stats for how many times did uh, Eli Manning pass? I think teams are just kind of not running against us. I think so. Here we go. Passes. He Manning was twenty three for thirty two. While Cousins was thirty for forty nine. That's ridiculous. There's no reason the Redskins should be throwing forty nine times in a game. When, yep. you, when the week before your two running backs combined for over two hundred yards. Yeah. What's what's wrong with the coach? Exactly. It's like run. Well, like I said, once Laval went out, and they had to put Josh Licorice in there at left guard. They started running. They ran it five running plays in a row. I think there were passes sprinkled in there. I'm sure there were passes sprinkled in there, but they five running plays in a row. They went to the left side. And, yeah, we got Silverback over there, but we also had Josh Licorice. Seriously, oh. you have to stop running to the left side and go to the right. As soon as I saw Josh Licorice going in. God. Remember, he grew up a Cowboys fan. Just saying. As soon as I saw him go in and Laval go out, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, and I was busting on Laval and the uh, – the game against the Rams, and then suddenly he like stepped up and turned into this mass like masher of a run blocker. And I was like, "Whoa, check him out!" Yeah, and it was like, go, "Boom!" He suddenly got it. And back to what you were saying about the line and like the entire defense. Just four days before, they were like not 
they were stint, they were flying around not giving up a yard. Oh yeah. And this just and I, looked like they were on cruise control. I think losing D Hall really hurt the defense. I think that really hurt uh Breland. Yeah, I thought D Hall was gonna be done for the year. Whew, it boy, looked yeah. like he retore his Achilles to me. Yeah. And then they just said it was like he sprained his toe or something. I can get you a toe. So I guess he's out this week, I'm assuming. He's out, they're saying four to six. For a toe? Well, that's know, right? not as bad as Dion. Dion would be out for two seasons. Yeah, right, with his turf toe. Um, and I did see that Deshaun Jackson is not going to play this weekend. But, he played literally like five plays this entire season. Yeah. The first Kinda time he ran, he tore his hand, or whatever, pulled his hamstring, and it's partly because, probably, because he didn't play any in the preseason at all. Yeah, after he ran into a tackle dummy. Seriously. I'm not going to say cut, but that is your dog. He is my dog. Although I, I, I've, I've loosened that chain ever since he started doing a reality show in the off season. That's, that's, that's like a, uh, I don't know. That's, that's when you get, <laughs> when your dog starts doing a reality show in the off season. That's when you got to take him to the pound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you need to go back to having Alfred Morris as your dog because he just shuts up and plays. Alfred Morris is always my dog. Bam, bam. Anyway, um, Sir Alfred, do we want to so, go ahead and uh, move into our games and kicks? I guess we can. Oh, dude, you know what we forgot to do at the beginning? I think just because I'm back, we forgot to thank our longtime benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. We have to thank our longtime benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Um, that is Desmond C. Lee two on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee one was taken or hacked or hacked, and Daniel Taub. Send us a donation from our donation link of PayPal, which is on our website, harryhogfootball.com. Thank you for your support, dude. Appreciate it. And Devin. And Devin. <laughs> Devin is, has, we have to bring him up again because Devin, I forget his last name, pledged $1 a month for life. For life or 12 months. He's listening going, for life, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, Devin, if it was only for 12 months, I misunderstood. So you can go ahead and up that donation. <laughs> I, I, we appreciate any donation. And you can go on there and do like a plan like that, apparently. All I NPR stuff. Do that. All NPR stuff. Thank you, for, thank you for your support. Oh, there's another. Renewing members. Can get Rick Steves' um, book. On your the, through the back, the back door. door to the Redskins. <laughs> the Redskins <laughs> through the back door. Redskins through the back door. <laughs> oh my. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Man. Oh my. It it hurts to laugh that hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh wow. Dude, don't in, don't re injure yourself. <laughs> Devin Miller. We just you got you back from the uh what's it called? The little short term IR. Short term the ICU. The the one that you can go on. For like four weeks before that. Oh, 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 yeah. It's like the six-week IR um, or PUP list or something like that. Oh, yeah. There's an IR with designation to return. That's called the IRWDTR. <laughs> IR. Oh, speaking of really long acronyms, look who's sitting atop of the HHHFFFL. <laughs> the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League. I think that's, isn't that me? No, it's not. Oh, it's not me, because I had Ben Roethlisberger. It's yours truly. (laughs) 
Well, that's good because you still have the trophy. Yeah. It and what's up with the deal with the HHFFFL where it always looks as if the commissioner is the one who wins? Yeah, no lie, because Aaron did take over as a commissioner while I was while I was uh, laid up in the hospital. Interim commissioner. Interim. <laughs> the interim commish. Anyway, um, so let's move on to uh, the games and kicks, shall we? I think we can do that. All right. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. This week's Game Ball Award is brought to you by... Desmond C. Lee. Desmond C. Lee. Devin De- Miller and his monthly donation. And Devin. Thank you. We thank you here at NPR HHF. Is it Devin Miller? Devin Miller. We'd like to thank Devin Miller and Desmond C. Lee, too, on Twitter. We don't know what Devin Miller's Twitter is. <laughs> and who was the other person? Um, uh, uh, Daniel Taub. Daniel Taub. Thank you, Appreciate Daniel. Big and, man. Appreciate it. And members like you. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Taub said, please make sure uh, he, he lives in New York and he hates the Giants. Oh my goodness! And he has to deal with that. Hey, we also got Dude, a tweet from Sim- all all of, all of us lived in New York at one time, and we hated it too, dealing with the Giants fans on Good Twitter. Boy. I believe our friend's name is Sarah K. Sarah J. She sent us a picture of herself at the uh, Giants game, uh, surrounded by Giants fans. Oh man, yeah. I kind of feel bad for her. A Absolutely. Bit. Um. Just but like it's I feel than, bad for anyone who's going to be in the stadium on Sunday. I was just about to say that. Good Lord, because if you've never been to a game, even a game at our stadium against the Eagles, dealing with the Eagles fans is like the worst experience you can imagine going to a football game. And then add so, hurricane on top of it. Yeah, and then add a hurricane on top of it. And try to get back from the stadium. Uh, anyway, sucks. sounds like a great fun time. <laughs> it'll be like there'll be like 12 people in the stands and they'll be like today's Nine. attendance 90,000 yeah, I know right it's today's like, attendance yeah. is way more than there actually are here you are a loser sir oh man Will I haven't heard from Will in a while I hope Will is doing alright I heard from him you did yeah I think he was giving us crap for not doing the podcast and I'm like dude John's <laughs> injured Oh, that's right. When I first went on my uh, on a IR with designation to return. Yeah, but in, all right. So, okay, what was that? We we just already played the game ball award music. So go ahead with yours, and then you you can take the honors of giving out Josh's after, <laughs> after I give mine. You, you notice we played the game ball awards, and then we changed the subject because there aren't a lot of people who are going to get game balls in this in this game that were that were worthy. Um. <laughs> Uh man, could give a game ball to uh, I guess Chris Thompson because he scored a touchdown. That's <laughs> yeah. the third running back. Although they left him in like during all the garbage time when they weren't running the plays fast enough. Yeah. Um, he did have a good touchdown. He just squeezed it in there. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give mine to him then. I'll give my game ball. To uh, Chris Thompson, third running back, showing that uh, he's got some skills. And I don't feel like uh, giving my game ball to Dustin Hopkins. Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. 
Rain Man is what we've been calling. <laughs> I know, right? Did you listen to Although the podcast been... where we talked about that? I, I listened to some of it. It was hilarious. Where we talked about him quoting the attendance. I don't think I heard that part or I walked out of the room or something. Oh, dude, it was we were saying that he comes out on the field and, and he's getting ready to kick and he gets all distracted because the announcer's like, there's 90,124 people in attendance. And he's like, there can be, there's no more than 74,221. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that every kick he's done has been straight and true. Except for that first one. That was weird. It was like it bent way out and then goes and comes back in. Yeah, I guess he was playing the... Uh, you just jinxed him, though. He's going to miss one this week. Probably. He's playing the elements. Here, let, hold on. i got to close my little mail program because it keeps beeping, and I think that's going through to the podcast. And people are going to be like, man, turn off that sound. Come on. Like, remember when we had uh, the we music that went under the entire episode? <laughs> <laughs> and who was it? It was David C. David, David Lee, David our, Lee. our first long-time benevolent sponsor. He was like, <laughs> you got to turn that music off. He is the sponsor that sent us the Dallas Sucks flag. Yeah, we still fly yeah, proudly. We do. Um, all right, anyway, so my game ball is going to have to go to Rashad Ross because, A, he scrapped to make the team, and, yep. B, he's already contributed with a touchdown on the limited playing time he's getting on special yeah. teams. Somehow, somehow on our really crappy special teams, he was able to find enough blocks to run around and score that touchdown. Yeah, so I think he could actually be a pretty good – fine for us as a future Redskin. Anyway, um, you want to give out Josh's? Oh, yeah. Josh's uh, Game Ball Award absolutely positively goes to D'Angelo Hall. For being injured? For getting injured during the game. Do you realize that when you first went into the hospital, Josh gave his kick in the balls award to you? I did not realize that, but I'm not surprised because he gave uh, (laughs) Sean Taylor... A kick in the balls when he got shot. <laughs> yeah, what is up with him, man? I don't know. That's just Josh's way. He's just rough. He he's is rough. Very he's, insensitive. He's very. He, he's uh. Maybe he feels like he's trying to make people accountable. <laughs> like, like not himself. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh man. So he's giving it to D'Angelo Hall for being injured. For being injured. His game ball. Yes. <laughs> Okay. You know he's also going to give him his kick in the balls. Oh, he, he's famous. For that. <laughs> All right. So, um, are you ready for the kick in the balls? I think so. It's time for this week's kick in the balls award. <laughs> this week's kick in the balls award is brought to you, as always, by Ridapoo. Ridapoo. Um, you know, uh, one last note on the game balls. I just want to make sure that everyone realizes that Alfred Morris was credited with a tackle <laughs> in that game. That's how much we sucked on offense. Who did he tackle? One Some of the intercepting players? <laughs> one of them. One of them. At All least right. he didn't get hurt like Clinton Portis did that time in the preseason. That sucked. Yeah. Um, my kick in the balls goes to the uh, the defensive the defensive front four or front three or whatever you want to call them. Those fatties, the big fat fatties, the BFFs, like Chet, Pot Roast, all those guys. You, you got it when you're <laughs> you got to put pressure on Big Head Manning. You got to seriously. 
they at least stopped the run. They did stop the run, but, but like yeah, I said, there was only like there was no pressure. Like the whole he got hit, I think once, and a couple of hurries, and that was it. It's like you can't, you got to be better than that. Well, dude, I have a plethora of people to choose from. Oh yeah, and I'm since you gave them out to a whole line, I'm going to give them out to about three or four people too. <laughs> a, Rashad Breland. Because mm-hmm. he got burnt consistently the whole night, and his in his return from his one game suspension, that should have been last season. What that? We already talked about that. Uh, we don't need to get you up on the high horse because, dude, don't need, get me. <laughs> you need to stay relaxed. That, that's true. That's true. Two. I my second. Say, I, I hate the dictator, Goodell. Two. Second kick in the balls award goes to Plummer for giving oh. up a blocked punt. <laughs> which was knocked out of the end zone for a safety. At least it didn't go out on the one-yard line. Yeah. But still, dude, seriously, seriously, you had yeah. one job. One job. That was bad. That was Number really- three, my dog, Matt Jones, for fumbling the ball through the end zone to give the Giants the ball at the 20 when we should have had a touchdown there. Boy, oh boy. That, or at least that, been out on the one-yard line. That was the turning point right there. That's when you're just like, oh, we're, we're done. No, the point had already been turned. That was just a point where we could have possibly turned it back towards the right direction, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. Four. I get to give out four, right? <laughs> um, well, we're playing a 3-4 or a 4-3. Depends. I don't think anyone knows. Kirk I'd Cousins. Say- for throwing all, every single pass behind people and then, like, two interceptions and just not playing well. Yeah. Just kind of sucking the whole game. Acting, He was playing like it was a cold, wet night, and he didn't want to be out there. They were playing like dudes that had just played another football game three days before. Yeah, pretty much. And then had to go on the road to a stadium that, even though it's the newer ghetto lands, we still suck there, just like it was the old one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I don't think we've beat the Giants in like what? I said four years, but I think that was incorrect. I think it was like maybe four games. So now five games. So we haven't I beat think them I read in we haven't beat two them and a half since, years. Yeah, like two seasons, something like that. It's anyway. been a bit. But by the way, Brandon Merriweather had four tackles. In the game? For the Giants. For the Giants. <laughs> I saw him out there. I was like, oh, my God. They took Brandon Merriweather. They had watched. another one of our players, didn't they? Didn't they have uh, no, what game was I was? No, it was the Falcons. The Falcons have, like, two of our players. They have Chester because in uh, Columbus, but they have someone else, too. Nick Williams, who had a touchdown. Because uh, you know who the offensive coordinator is now? Shanny the Younger. And they're undefeated, dude. Yeah, thank goodness they came back to beat the Cowboys in that game. So you see the pattern here is someone that works for the Redskins and we think is horrible goes other places with equally bad team last year. Yeah. And then they're so bad that they needed to get Chris Chester and Tyler Columbus. Yeah. So what's so what's the uh, and they beat they went in and beat the Cowboys. Yeah. So what's the the common thread here with the Redskins? We're cursed. It's because it's the Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder curse. Yep. It's the Dan Snyder curse. So. It's not the name, Dan Steinberg, 
has yeah, nothing to do with the name because Super we won three today. Super Bowls was the Washington Redskins. He probably doesn't remember that because he wasn't all PC back then when he was a kid. <laughs> like us. He probably didn't even know who the Redskins were. He was probably playing with Barbies or something. Oh, snap. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's a lifelong Redskins fan or not. He's not a fan at all, dude. Anyway, let's not get on that. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Um, Josh was about to give his kick in the balls to D'Angelo Hall for getting injured. Oh, yeah, and speaking of injuries, should we go right into the injury report? Yeah, I, I want to say Josh does that. He is a big fan of D. Hall because he met him in the, was it the Atlanta airport? Yeah, he was on the same flight with him to Washington. Last year, and he had like, you know, he had like little, uh, he had the cast, I guess, on his on his ankle for the Achilles, and he had the like one-leg scooter, and Josh filmed him like scooting away. Yeah, he was going to the game. Both <laughs> of them were going to the game. Yeah, yeah. And Josh, Josh was like, dude, I almost asked him if we could share a cab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would have liked that, some random dude. Being Although like, I will say, I saw on, I think, Twitter or Facebook, D. Hall did something pretty cool in the during the last game when he went out with the injury. Uh-huh. There was some kid that was, I guess, in the tunnel somehow. I don't know how this happened. And he said, D'Angelo, I'll be praying for you to feel better. And he said... Thanks, kid. I needed that, and then gave him his game jersey. Nice. I was just about to say it's like that Coca Cola commercial from when we were kids. Yeah, pretty much with <laughs> Mean Joe Green or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Thanks, so that dude. was pretty cool. Yeah, very very cool. But Josh still gives him his kicking the balls. Kicking the balls. I just remember watching the the little film like as he was scooting away in the airport, and Josh like filmed him on his thumb <laughs> with the one legged scooter. And Josh was probably pretend like he was like texting someone. So it wouldn't be <laughs> kind of like when he took that picture of Bill Cowher eating <laughs> soup, yeah. eating soup or something in that restaurant. <laughs> Josh always sees these famous people and takes pictures, probably because he, he does. flies so much. Yeah, he does do a lot of flying with his work. So anyway, yeah. So let's go ahead and move yeah. into the injury report. Cause I haven't got time for the pain. I haven't got room. It's the injury the report pain. with Josh Allen, but he's not here. Dude, where's Josh? So we'll have to cover it. All right. Big, All right. All right. Big injuries. Go ahead, John. The injury report, uh, John Adams, probable chest. No, you made it. I did make it, so so thank goodness. Let's see. Who I thought is... you were probable heart. Now you're just uh, probable chest. I think yeah, I think you can go with chest. You don't wanna you don't wanna single anything out for uh, specifically because uh, you know you know they can target that. We are playing the Eagles. <laughs> They'll target <laughs> They probably will They'll target my sternum. Um, yeah, you don't want to be specific. Yeah. <laughs> Perry Riley didn't play, and he's still not practicing. And that does not bode well, because the defense, you know. I think we saw a whole lot of, uh, uh, we saw a lot of Compton, both Comptons in that game. Yeah, both Comptons played. Yeah, Will Compton got some play because of that. We sure didn't see Plummer come in. So where did Tom Compton play? Was he playing for Laval? I think Tom Compton was playing as an extra uh, tight end and an extra blocker mostly when okay. I saw when I noticed him. Because they've got um, – because I was trying to figure out after Laval went down, also on this uh, injury report, yeah. the guy that Josh Licorice, who I have no confidence in, right. came in and he got injured. So right. now they're saying he's not going to – be playing left guard or starting. I don't know if he's playing or not. 
So that it. would leave our rookie, I believe, Ari Kuen Gio. I don't know how to say it. He's a hoss. He is a hoss. But let me check. Oh, you know what? I I I failed to mention comment that Jamison Crowder had a pretty good game. Oh yeah, dude, he did have a good game. Had a couple of nice nice snags. He's he's a little guy. He's like one of those fast little guys. Like like like. He's certainly not at the level of the Smurfs, but you know, little guy like Santana Moss. So, oh my goodness, dogs, (laughs) chill out. So, yeah, okay. So Josh Licorice, you know, so I'm a little concerned about the left side over there next to Trent Williams. Yeah. Um, you know, what can we say? Uh, who the hell's gonna play over there? Well, they had Josh Licorice playing, but he's supposed to be the backup center, so I guess they're thinking he's better than Ari Kuenjio. Yeah, well, Ari is a rookie, I guess. I, he looked like he needed he, – he looks like some – kind of like Morgan Moses playing a lot better this year. He is than playing he did a lot last better. Last year. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So. Uh, well, remember Morgan Moses they thought was going to go, like, in the first round, and he dropped to the third. He was, he was the eighth tackle taken in that draft so also on this injury report we've got chris culliver who God, we he can't just came back these guys to be out if he's out we're in trouble but apparently according to gruden gruden is in a press conference right now or just finished but so i don't know what he said at that because we we're recording but yeah. um and but anyway uh chris culliver had soreness in his leg it made him stop practicing but it was precautionary is what gruden said just being careful. And then the Colt McCoy injury. Do you want to go into this? <sighs> There's no way they're going to let Colt McCoy be injured, not Dude. based on my conspiracy. And you guys, you guys that have been listening for a while know that that I like Colt McCoy. I think he's a, I think he's a pretty good quarterback who never really got a, a proper shot. Um, but <laughs> I can't say how dumb you have to be to get injured this way. I guess it could happen to anyone. But apparently he cut his foot while cutting some tape off of his foot. It's like, dude, you're supposed to let the trainers do that stuff. Because apparently you can throw a football, but you can't, like, use scissors properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the heck? He just, like, cut right through his foot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know who we're going to, going back to left guard, I don't know who's going to play there. I guess it is Kuanjo. I guess we'll find cool out. Hand Joe, if there's a game Sunday, because <laughs> as you know, there's a hurricane bearing down on the mid-Atlantic coast. Last time I checked, which was late last night, it might have changed course by now. Did it? Do you know? They're they're predicting the latest prediction is that it's going to kick out a little bit farther than they thought. Um, people if, around here in the Virginia Beach area, if you remember uh, Felix back in the '90s, that it kind of it came in close enough that it drove the surf all the way up to the surf wall at the oceanfront, but it did not hit us too hard. And it's it's kind of looking like it's going to be like that right well, now. What about you Washington? Are they thinking it's going to hit Washington and turn out? No, they're thinking it's going to stay out to sea. Like the most, the worst parts are going to stay out to uh, out to sea. So it's going to be nasty, basically. So we have to have our running game. Yeah, it could be a lot of rain. I mean, we've had so much rain here in this in the Mid Atlantic. Um, Carolinas, Virginia, up into Maryland, D.C. already. And if we get this hurricane, it's, I mean, the field is just going to be a muddy mess, which could help us if we decide to run the ball. Yeah, I mean, 
I think it would bode well for us if we had to run the ball because we have to anyway because we can't pass because we don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Well, but, it's rained so much here that before the podcast, I looked out in the backyard and there was a stork because <laughs> we have like miniature wetlands forming in our yards out here because it's rained so up. much. And there was just a stork like walking around. Um, so they, they entertained the option of moving the game to week eight when the Eagles and the Redskins both have a bye, which, you know, that could have worked, I guess, and they just got their bye this week. Yeah. But they also considered moving it to Detroit, which seems to be a theme. <laughs> Let's just move the game to Detroit. It's because Detroit's so bankrupt. They're like, we really need the money. Yeah, well, I told Suzanne, I was like, if they did move to Detroit and we weren't going out of town this weekend, I would I would go up there because there'd be like me and like 12 people in the stands. Yeah, and like half the people there, which wouldn't be a lot of people anyway, would be just like neutrals. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a game. Let's go watch. We can get tickets cheap. Yeah, exactly. But we're not. We're going to be in Florida, sunny Florida, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, you guys should be fine. The hurricane is, is drifting by there. As long as we can get our flight. If, you know, because we're flying on Southwest and they have that huge hub in Baltimore and hopefully it won't somehow, we're not going through there, but hopefully it won't, you know, delay flights that come here and then we take to Florida. But anyway. Well, that's tomorrow. You're going to be all right. Right now they're saying it's not going to be off the coast of Virginia until Monday. Oh, okay. So it's it's been bumped back by like 24 hours. So I think the game's going to be fine. All right. So... We talked about everyone on the injury report. Deshaun Jackson didn't practice. He's not yeah. going to play. Yeah, they're saying Justin Rogers. Another one. Cornerback who was showing promise. He was playing pretty well in that I don't remember seeing him get burnt badly. <clears throat> he was making some plays. He looked he looked better than, damn, what's-his-face from NC State that we cut. Yeah, and we signed this dude. Um, He got cut from the Bears, Mason Quint Foster. Dunbar. Oh yeah, Mason Foster, linebacker. They said he uh, would have an immediate, Dunbar. immediate impact. Yeah, well, hopefully it's not an impact the way that Plummer had an immediate impact. Oh, he came in the game. Well, maybe Mason Foster. They were like, "Hey, can you play this position on special teams?" That here, look at this tape. Oh, I can play better than that. Okay, you're <laughs> on the team. Yeah, Plummer cut. Plummer. Cut. Yeah. Cut. He's not really cut. No, but. You probably should. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, the beginning of your first game, you really sucked, so you can't get much worse. Yeah, kind of like Morgan Moses. Yeah, last year when they put him in and on the very first play, dude, like he didn't even touch the guy. Well, Quentin Dunbar, <laughs> I remember he got promoted to the team, like you just said. Yeah, he, um, I remember him playing pretty well in preseason games. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean. Uh, Already, our, our defensive backs are just a mess. Defensive backs, the safety situation is a mess again. But, you know, they really did a focus on the front line of the defense to get some bigger guys, some big fat fatties up there, and, like, beef up the front of the line. I mean, that's how the Giants won two Super Bowls in the last few years is because their front seven was good, and their cornerbacks and safeties kind of sucked. Yeah. So that's... You got to build from the lines, offensive and defensive, and that's what McLuhan is doing. So at least there's that. So anyway, um, gotta hate the Eagles. Is that, pretty much, yeah, we hate the Eagles, and uh, 
this game's going to be nasty. It's going to be one of those games where there's probably going to be a lot of fumbles and people just slipping and falling and yeah, not a high scoring affair. I'm thinking hopefully they'll, you know, they'll chew up the uh, painted surface and it'll be nice and muddy to watch the game. I like seeing that, seeing the offensive line get down and dirty and do some nice blocks for mojo to get through whichever one is in it'll be a heavy and, dose of mojo kevin and you thompson. know kevin they, not kevin thompson this is kevin thompson chris chris thompson, thompson. <laughs> oh man anyway dude yeah. i think that about rounds it out i think so anything else from uh josh um who said that dude uh uh i, I <laughs> Dude. That's my favorite one right there. <laughs> anyway. All right, dude. Uh we're glad you're back on the podcast. I'm back. I'm uh yeah. Playing hurt, but I'm back. Dudes. Getting better and better every day. Thanks to our uh longtime benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Um don't forget to check him out on Twitter. Desmond C. Lee too, because Desmond C one was hacked or taken. We're already taken. Dude, I'm trying to find the... Oh, there it is. The ending music. Oh, yeah. Check us out, harryhogfootball.com. Follow us on Twitter, at harryhog. Uh, you can email any of us at our first name, Aaron, Josh, or John, at harryhogfootball.com. Or give us a ring-a-ding-ding at 177-HARRYHOG and leave us a message. And if it's funny, we'll play it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hail to the Redskins, everybody. Hopefully you can beat those damn Eagles. Yeah. Overrated Chip Kelly, Job of the Hut Eagles. <laughs> so anyway, hail to the Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan, oh, you guys know what to do. Go, 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 go.